Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends are you over pop music. Every episode we come up with a new theme. Each of us will bring songs to the table and we'll pick our five best songs from that list. And in this special, we are talking about diss tracks and we have a special guest. Everyone, please welcome Katrina and Jose from the Save Your Sorry podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Yes, hello. (laughs) Quiet down, crowd. Quiet down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Okay. (laughs) Um, So we love your podcast. I love how well-informed you guys are. Before I say that, though, go ahead and tell everyone what your podcast is about. Yeah, we just talked about the rise and fall of celebrities, how they got famous, what they're really known for, and then some bad things they might have done or maybe accused of doing. It's basically the Scandals podcast. And (laughs) I love how much work you guys put into it because you guys bring, like, all of the info and dates and details and, like, basically all the tea. I also love how sort of nuanced you guys are with your opinions while you're telling the story. It's You sort of bring context and the time and everything into account instead of just like, oh, the public all hates them, so we hate them, and this is going to be a bash session. You know what I mean? I love that. But we love this podcast. Like, Jose's the one who told me about Hits Don't Lie. And Thank from you. the first episode of these wonderful laughs and accents, I was hooked. Oh, thank you. So actually, we have been lucky enough to be featured on your podcast. So if you guys haven't listened, you should go back and check out the episode on Lou Perlman. Because Mm -hmm. we're on it, just listening and nodding along. And we loved it. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to return the favor and invite you guys on. And now we're here. And this is going to be the first time we have heard you guys talk about music as far as music taste and I'm ready. Yeah, I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm ready though. <laughs> we thought about this topic would be great for you guys. We're calling it diss tracks, but we're not just limiting to 100% diss tracks. We're saying it's diss tracks or things that respond to any sort of drama or controversy or that, you know, drags another celebrity in the mud a little bit. Yes. Uh, which is kind of what you guys talk about in some episodes. Yes, you're connecting us. You're bridging our gaps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm most looking forward to this episode because I'm fully expecting, because of your reputation as the knowledgeable ones, I'm fully expecting you all to bring, like, Oh, some no. background information and some stories. <laughs> You're scaring me. No pressure, but no pressure. So much hope you hold. No. <laughs> it's the teacher and you and you're getting yes. me. You're getting me right now. I know. I'm expecting each of your picks to be like a mini Save Your Sorry episode with the information <laughs> you're going to explain. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, we did give you guys the task of coming up with four songs together Mm-hmm. How was that? Did you guys know exactly which ones or fight over any? Yeah, it wasn't an easy task. I think I had problems choosing up to the last minute. <laughs> Me and Katrina Me. mostly agreed, but yeah, one of hers I, I didn't really agree with. M- one, anyone I put up to the plate, <laughs> he smacked down. <laughs> but we did agree. We agreed on a couple. We just couldn't decide if like 
if I should say it, he should say it. Would it stay? Would you guys say it first? So it, I, I can't wait to see what you guys bring to the table. Can't wait. <laughs> and as is tradition on our podcast, the guests always go first. So are you guys ready to present your first song? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is the one that we could agree on. So we're like, we'll put this one first. Um, it's pretty much, in my opinion, one of the bestest tracks because you don't really need to know the background on why it's a good song. It's just very catchy. And it really kind of disses the person without having to say much. Mm-hmm. And it's obsessed by Mariah Carey. <laughs> Disclosure, full disclosure, when we were watching you put these links into the document, <laughs> Aaron and I were talking and I said, Oh no. They just I, the I recognize that URL. <laughs> <laughs> this was our first pick as well. Oh, that's so funny. When I was talking to Katrina about placement, I said we need yes. to do this one first because they're going to do it. <laughs> said we gotta do it and i said and we did it first too (laughs) that was our first one as well oh man well yeah you're right this song is just iconic so eminem referenced her several times in songs and mentioned that they were dating before but who knows if it's really true or not and it really does come off as a little obsessed very obsessed she was was married to nick cannon at this time so you know she really didn't want to address it but she said, right. I'm going to put your likeness in this video, though. <laughs> she Not really even did. just likeness, just your exactness. Like. Exactly. I'm going to be eight mile <laughs> in this video. <laughs> this video is just so perfect because literally it just has Eminem stalking her and mm-hmm. freaking out in a room of her posters. It's so good. So one little quirk about me is that I don't watch music videos. So I'm watching it for the first time right now. And Ooh. I never realized how blatantly she put <laughs> a perfect copy of him yes. in her music video. Dressed that up is as hilarious. him. Yes, it's, it's her like dressed up as him, which is even funnier. <laughs> Yeah, and I liked how, you know, like when Mariah first started, she like she had music videos, like she's twirling, she's singing, she looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. But like she this was the era when she was like really silly and goofy and she <laughs> yes. was doing more fun music videos, like Touch My Body yeah. and stuff like this. I thought it was hilarious. Are you two Mariah fans? I can't call myself a lamb, but I, I really do love Mariah. Yeah, I think that's how I feel. I really love and respect her. I don't know that I'm like a super fan or anything, but mm-hmm. I go hard for some of her songs. Yeah, I like her big hits. I There's a whole album. There's a whole album that I'm absolutely obsessed with. And I did listen to Eminem's response back. I think it was called The Warning, and it, it just doesn't hold up to this great song. <sighs> I guess it was value. just angry, right? Oh, yeah. I, Aaron, listen to it and tell me if you don't blush. (laughs) (laughs) 
No need. I already know the vibe. I don't need to listen. It's Eminem <laughs> mad at a female. It's li- yeah. exactly. He hates <laughs> women. So <laughs> what's new? <laughs> this whole controversy. It's so weird to call it a controversy because really it's just one guy being literally obsessed. Like I think the song says it perfectly. And it won't leave her alone. Like she said, no, we haven't dated. We don't have any contact. I don't care about you. Please go away. And he's still publicly just trying to clout chase or something. Yeah. And bring this back up. It's so weird. Yeah. He just wants that notch on his belt. Like I dated. Please tell the world we dated. (laughs) I hate it. I hate him and that. Love this song. And love that you guys brought it. (laughs) And I love that. It's a Mean Girls reference. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. I never even made that connection. I didn't think about that either. (laughs) Okay, so since you guys took our first song, we're going to go ahead and move on to our second pick, which is... Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna fight, gonna give it my all, gonna make you fall, gonna suck it to you. That's right, I'm the last one standing, another one bites the dust. You touch me around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause ain't no Hollaback Girl, ain't no Hollaback Girl. You touch me around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause ain't no Hollaback Girl, ain't no Hollaback Girl. This was a song that I didn't really know was a diss track until I did some research. Oh, really? This is responding to some things that Courtney Love said about Gwen Stefani. And (laughs) Courtney Love said in a Seventeen magazine interview, she said, being famous is just like being in high school, but I'm not interested in being the cheerleader. I'm not interested in being Gwen Stefani. She's the cheerleader and I'm out in the smoker shed. But Gwen Stefani was like, you know what? I will be a cheerleader. Let me be a cheerleader on this track. Hollaback Girl. Which is so weird because pre-Gwen Stefani as a solo artist, she was the lead singer of No Doubt. Yeah, like a ska punk band. an amazing band. band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and why on earth was Courtney Love even calling her a cheerleader? Jealousy. That allegedly, there was some cheating drama going on between Gwen Stefani's man and Courtney Love. Alleged, 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 uh, alleged. I don't know. We love allegedly. Yeah, you guys, you guys are well acquainted with allegedly (laughs) yeah it's weird because you would think out of i mean during this period of like the girls who are out Gwen stefani was big but it's like courtney love why are you you calling out her (laughs) yeah and why are you saying she's a cheerleader because i still wouldn't even after hollaback girl i'm still not seeing gwen stefani as like a cheerleader type i think she's in the smoker shed with you I think she's got a cooler smoker shed somewhere else. That's what I think. There is a line on the song Hey Baby by No Doubt that refers to them being on tour and everyone else just being out partying and Gwen Stefani just staying on the bus and drinking chamomile tea to rest her voice. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) She's very professional. She had to carry that group, though. Them other brothers was not singing. No. (laughs) No, they were not. But I love this song. This got overplayed at the time. So I I went through a little bit of hating this song just Mm because it was overplayed. And then I came back around to loving it. This is like a highlight of high school for us. Yes. (laughs) I would say it's a highlight for me. Um, Not high school, though. (laughs) I don't remember what grade. 
but it was young enough to teach me bananas, which I think is still sad no matter what grade I say. Because I really I agree. truly it didn't. Taught me how to spell it. <laughs> you, like everybody says that joke, but it really was true because I wasn't, first of all, I wasn't spelling bananas. And then when I learned, I was using bananas in so many different paragraphs. You should see. <laughs> Are you saying you guys learned how to spell bananas from this song or you began to use it in a sentence more often? <laughs> Yes. Both. <laughs> yes, Aaron. Yes. Just yes? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Both things are true. <laughs> All right. Oh, a little fun fact in the music video when they're on like the, what would be the basketball court or whatever, there's some mm-hmm. kanji on the ground. It's Harajuku, the place in Tokyo. I guess she was That's really what it into says. Harajuku stuff. Yeah. You've been there, Aaron. We took you there. That's right. <laughs> I wouldn't recognize the kanji, though, even though I've been there. <laughs> I could imagine Gwen Stefani spent some money to get there because, you know, she was borrowing from those cultures heavily. She was, Very yes, true. heavily. Very and it's true. definitely in a different light today, for sure. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't hold up, did it? <laughs> <laughs> just the songs, just the songs. <laughs> right. But okay, that's our first pick. That's our replacement. So now it's your turn. Stole our first pick, but yeah, thieves. Oh, in the night. (laughs) I guess it's my turn. So the song that I picked was—I don't even know if people really kind of recognize this as a diss song, or if people kind of go back to this song in particular. I know this artist is iconic, but um, sometimes this this gets lost in the shuffle. This is more about a woman talking about the end of a relationship, an end of a friendship kind of betrayal, uh, referencing an ex-lover slash bandmate. And the song is Lauren Hill, Lost Ones. (gasps) Whoa. Yes. Basically, if you don't know, Lauren Hill was in a band called the Fugees with uh, two other men, Praz and Wyclef Jean, who is more known as well. And uh, kind of secretly, non-secretly, Lauren Hill and Wyclef Jean did date while they were in the Fugees. Eventually, they decide to break apart and go their separate ways with both Lauren Hill and Wyclef having like both a bitter breakup and a bitter like departure from the Fugees. And she puts out lost ones, basically saying that you're saying that you got one over me, that you kicked me out. I was staying silent. You're telling everybody on the radio about me trying to tarnish my image. And you may not know it right now, but you, you basically lost the best thing. Whether yeah. it be talking about the relationship or talking about their musicality relationship. I love it. This is a great little clap back at a ending of a relationship. Yeah, I love how she like she's saying her piece, you know, she's saying her bars. But also towards the end of the song, she's weaving in her melodic voice, you know, with the chorus and everything. I love when rappers who sing can do both things in one song and actually it works. That's why I love Lauren Hill so much. Yeah, Lauren Hill is the master at that. 
and mm-hmm. she just has this special talent to do that flawlessly. Other people would get tripped up on where the words should be on the B, or it would feel rushed some places. She can just, I don't know how, flow, put it all in there and flow perfectly. It is insane. It's a magic power that she has. Oh, yeah. She also, one thing when I looked more into the song, she has a lot of biblical references in there. Uh, like she talks about him, like he's just like, his movements are similar to a serpent. A few of her lines kind of reference other scriptures. And so oh. you wouldn't even know that either until you look closer. So she's just really a master with the, the words. Song. Yes. I actually bought this album when it came out, and I remember that being a theme in multiple songs on the album, like the biblical references. Mm. So yeah, that's another cool thing. Yeah, she's one of a kind. Absolutely. Everyone pay your taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Open your books to the Book of Miseducation. I love that pick. Thank you for bringing some Lauren Hill to us tonight. Oh, yes, I thank love her. you. Anytime, any place. Also, we show of hands, we're all on Lauren's side on this breakup, right? We're not talking yes. to Wyclef until he <laughs> yeah. apologizes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Wyclef who? <laughs> <laughs> Our next song is one that has someone on it that we don't absolutely love, but it's by someone that we really love. <laughs> so... Oh conflicted yeah there's a controversy within a controversy here with us but (laughs) the song we'll just get into it the song is give it to me by timbaland (gasps) justin timberlake and nelly furtado i'm a real producer and you just a piano man your song don't have the choice i heard them i'm not a fan talking greasy i'm the one that gave them they chance somebody need to tell them that they can't do pick (laughs) (laughs) it is a great one it's a great one this is off of timbaland's second studio album shock value i played that to death that album is so good Mm -hmm. the reason this is a diss track is because timbaland kind of goes for another producer scott storch Mm. (laughs) and basically is saying like I get half a mil for beats. You get a couple grand. I'm a real producer. You're just a piano man. Ouch. Mm. Your songs don't top the charts. I heard them. I'm not a fan. Uh -uh. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) People talking greasy. I'm the one that gave them their chance. Somebody needs to tell them they can't do it like I can. Like he really goes for this guy. (laughs) So did Scott Storch fire the first shots or something? Like what's the deal with this? I think there was some sort of writing credit controversy that wasn't resolved. I don't know. I don't know exactly the origin of the beef, but I'm pretty sure it had to do with some sort of writing credits. It was for the Crimea River song. Yes, for Crimea River, for Justin's Crimea River. Either Scott didn't get the writing credit or Danger didn't get the writing credit or something like that. I'm not really sure. I tried to read it and I just got confused. So I gave up. (laughs) But that's one diss in here. But there is another diss. It's a double diss track because... It's a triple diss track, Jacob. It's allegedly triple. Definitely double, allegedly triple. But Justin 
had already done Bringing Sexy Back, whatever that song is. And Prince said something at the 2006 Emmy Awards, said, for whoever is claiming they are bringing Sexy Back, Sexy Never Left. And so Justin decides to come on this track and clap back at Prince. <laughs> for no the dumbest reason. move ever. <laughs> like, Prince? Of all people, Prince? Who is clapping back at Prince? Timberlake. <laughs> it's like a puppy and like a shark. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody respects D- Justin Timberlake. Nor have they ever. Like he has managed like, to muster very little respect over his thirty-year career. Yeah, come yes. on, little pop and dance man. That's all they think about him. <laughs> I always loved the song, but I never knew the background to it. It. I mean, listen, it's Timberland. It has an amazing beat. You can't not love a Timberland song. I'm sorry. It's just you can't do it. So there's a possible third diss in this. It's a little, uh, we got to stretch for it. So we'll see if we can get there. But Nelly Furtado is in this and she had the song Promiscuous. And then Fergie came out with Fergalicious where she said, but I ain't promiscuous. And just because they use the same word, people are like, oh, so then when Nelly Furtado comes onto this song and says, Love my butt and my abs in the video called Promiscuous. My style is ridiculous. People are saying it's a diss somehow to Fergie. I don't see it, but if we want to stretch, it could be a third one. But it's not a stretch because they actually confronted each other. And that's real because I read that when I was researching for this episode, Nelly Furtado actually confronted Fergie about it. And oh my yet- God. They both then went on the air to talk on the same radio station about the incident where they confronted each other. But they actually, they made up at some point. Like, Fergie just said, that that one line wasn't even about you, Nelly. <laughs> and you don't Nelly's, have carte blanche on the word promiscuous. Promiscuous, that's right. And then Nelly Furtado just apologized. Like, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I wouldn't have connected them at first either. I mean, she followed up with she she got fitness and she stays up in the gym. I that's not a diss. She ain't yeah. Yeah. I personally don't see it. <laughs> and Nelly even came back way later to say, like, yeah, I don't even know why I wanted to do a diss track. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to do it again. That bar was terribly the worst diss ever. (laughs) Hey, I love my butt and my abs in that music video that she was talking about. Ridiculous. (laughs) Okay, well, what about you guys? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Jose, you'll. Yeah, the next one was my choice, and it is the Queen of Rap, Nicki Minaj, responding to convicted felon Remy Ma. Ah! And the song No Frauds. Not convicted felon. <laughs> what the helped you out that pitch, you felon? I am the generous queen. Asked Miss Ellen. Tried to drop another one. You was itching to scrap. You exposed your ghost right and now you wish you was scrapped. Heard your poop, you on yuck. I guess you needed a pat. What type of bum bitch shoot a friend over a rack? What type of mother leave her one son over a stack? Little boogie down basic bitch thinking she back. Oh my god, we we looked through some Nikki songs for this episode for sure. It's hard to pick though, isn't it? <laughs> it it's very hard. <laughs> so give us the rundown on this Nikki Remy Ma drama. 
So after Remy was released from prison, she, they were friends, they were friendly, they were saying they support each other, and then, depending on how you look at their lyrics, one of them, or both of them, are sneak dissing each other, and it's very hard to say, because they both denied it at first, and then Remy kind of goes full force with it, and she releases the diss track Sheether, which is like eight or nine minutes. Yes. And at the time, everyone's like, when Nikki has to respond, because at the time she wasn't, like, getting the hate train. And she did respond with no frost, but it was two weeks later, so a lot of people say Remy did win that battle, but I'm more team Nikki. I think it's a way better song. <laughs> yeah, but Remy still won, but this is the better radio song. And song in general, how many times have you listened to Sheether? I mean, the point still stands. <laughs> she lost the radio battle, but she won the war. If you listen to Nikki's song, though, she has more, like, things that you have to make sense. Like, you know, I could have helped you in that pit you fell in, like, fell in or as a felon. And it just sounds better. And just be honest, Jose, you love this song because it says she is the generous queen. I love that part, too. Everything about this song, I love. I've listened to your Ellen DeGeneres (laughs) episode. I heard you say that. And then <laughs> she has Remy Ma's old best friend in the video of Ra Ali show up. It's it's a Ooh, perfect song. Oh, now that's cold. Yikes. Yeah, that that's was cold blooded. I mean, leave it to Nikki to give a good diss track. And this is a classic in definition diss track as well. Yeah, and she got her people to be involved too, and that cements it. She got uh, I know that's true. Lil Wayne that's and Drake. True. That's all people want to hear is the trifecta. So she, yeah, she did win true. that like markability, like replay value. Who's gonna want to listen to this again? Yeah, she was paying attention that part. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I actually neglected to say at the beginning of this episode that Jacob and I brought, we were more like pop focused. So if people came on tonight expecting all rap tracks, you're not going to get it from us. <laughs> oh, no. So I'm glad to hear that you guys brought some rap, which we may have too. Who knows? But I have an honorable we mention that fits leaning. in great with this so we'll I, I have one that i knew was never going to make it onto the show but we know it's an iconic diss track oh i know oh, exactly what you're talking about later. i already know exactly i, what I know jacob about. knows <laughs> <laughs> i just know i love this i love a nikki diss track i don't know there's something just classic about it to me it's okay <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we had Remy Ma's new best friend on here. Oh my god. I don't know how hard did you have to hit me with that. All right. Well, our next song is the one that bends the rule the most for us. <laughs> We're calling this diss tracks, but we also expanded the topic. <laughs> To songs that respond to drama or songs that respond to other celebrities, right? We all agreed we're expanding the topic. Yes. This one really is expanding the topic, okay? But stick with this. (laughs) Keep an open mind. (laughs) This is a song that was responding to something that almost ruined their career. There was a huge moment that is just strange to look back on now. It was national news at the time. Yes, we want to bring, for your consideration, Not Ready to Make Nice by The Chicks. 
formerly the Dixie Chicks. In my bed and I sleep like a baby with no regrets and I don't mind saying it's a sad, sad story when a mother will teach her daughter that she ought to hate a perfect stranger and how in the world can the words that I said send somebody so over the edge that they'd read me a letter saying that I better share them and sing or my life will be This was on my short list. No way. Yeah. Do you guys remember this moment when it happened? I do. And I was so confused because I was like, well, don't we don't like George Bush? And then like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, why are they getting so much hate? But when they came out this song, I was like, oh, well, y'all didn't lose my support, but y'all got it. <laughs> Yeah, like this song is the perfect way to kind of clap back at some dumb drama for no reason. For people who don't know, this came out in 2005. And before this, Natalie, one of the members, said during a London performance, she said, we don't want this war. And she's talking about the Iraq war that the U.S. had just started. We don't want Mm -hmm. this war, this violence. And we're ashamed that the president of the United States is from Texas, where they are from. So they're just saying that they don't like war and are ashamed that the president started war, which is not a controversial statement. Like, no. who likes war? What are you talking about? And little did she know the controversy that would follow because nationwide here in the States, radio stations and country music stations all over began to protest their music. And I even remember a news clip on the TV of one radio station having an event where everybody would bring their old Dixie Chick CDs. They're now called the Chicks, but everybody would bring their old Dixie Chick CDs and they ran over it with a steamroller. I was just about to say that, Erin. That is what I I remember seeing that news clip of all their CDs piled up in this steamroller just rolling over it. Oh my God. You know what? I'm conflicted. I love that because it's high drama, it's camp. I love it, but it's also so (laughs) dumb. They had peers even go against them too, like in country music. So it was even worse because it's like not even the. People who aren't fans of you, who are just so America are going against you. You got these people who you consider maybe your friends and acquaintances. You're in this industry and they are like, nah, forget the Dixie Chicks too. Yeah, it's so strange. It's just something I look back on and I think now, would that happen now? Like it can't. There's no, I don't understand how it could happen now. I think post 45, anything can happen, but I don't think, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people will be canceled like that anymore. No. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're the last of their kind. It had a long impact about it because they took a tour. They made that documentary, Shut Up and Sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Natalie ended up issuing a formal apology, but later she rescinded it and be like, nah. I don't like Forget war. It. <laughs> yeah. I wish she would have stood strong, but she was just doing what she thought was the right thing. Well, and I can understand her feeling guilty because it's not just her career that suffered. It was also her yeah. bandmates and everyone, yeah. you know, it's like a whole business around a single group. So I can understand having the weight on you of that a little bit. And like the other two bandmates, they didn't sign up for this. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think- 
the situation is so sad, but there's like a sick part of me that just imagines them like in the bus and she's on one side and they're on the other side and they got their arms crossed, just slowly shaking their heads like, dang, Natalie. I can't imagine any of them predicted that that would be the outcome. No, I don't imagine they predicted it. Not thinking all their stuff was about to get crushed. Yeah, it was such a little comment. But you got to hand it to them. They could have just like spoken out and washed their hands of her and tried to move on. But they didn't. They stuck with her, which I commend. That's real. Yeah. Because nowadays they will leave you high and dry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. That was the most we're going to stretch the topic. (laughs) I like that stretch. That was a good one. Felt like yoga. (laughs) (laughs) That's your really nice way of saying, wow, you're really stretching us tonight. (laughs) But okay. (laughs) Don't put words in my mouth. Girl, you said yoga. (laughs) (laughs) That's because I don't do it. (laughs) Okay, so I can't believe we've already made it to our last pick. So I'm ready to hear. What is it? So for my last pick, which I was actually surprised that nobody, by nobody, I mean you, Aaron, and you, Jacob, (laughs) didn't pick it. Because it's kind of, it's like popular, well known. It's a response to a celebrity. And as we know, and just previously talked about this man is not the most favorable of men in the entertainment industry, but he kind of does put out some bops. And this one, he was responding to his kind of even more famous ex. And the song is Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. Oh, oh. we had this on our short list. I will say, this is a good song. (laughs) And this is a great diss track. It actually is intended to be that. And they even put her clone in the music video. Uh, I thought it was a great diss track because it actually turned the tables for a little bit. Like people were really hating on Britney after this came out. Like it did its job. Unfairly. Oh, unfairly, yes. And that's one reason I... I don't want to say hate. That's one reason I dislike (laughs) Justin Timberlake and what he has done. These moments like this throughout history, he has a a few where Mm -hmm. he just takes an incident and paints himself as some hero of it Mm -hmm. and doesn't care about the fallout or the other person on the other end. And it infuriates me so much. (laughs) I agree. And then to add on to your point, Jacob, he does that. Like he plays the victim and then years Mm -hmm. later... In his career, he brings it up as some like quippy line or yeah. something that he makes fun of. Like when he said like he took Britney's virginity or he made fun of what he did to Janet Jackson. And it's like, right. mm-hmm. I thought you were no sorry and contrite. Uh huh. It's just such a man child way to handle everything. And it makes me so angry. But it's a good song. Timbaland did a great job on the song. I can't hate that. It is a good song. And Justin Timberlake has always been a good dancer. And that is the only nice thing I'll ever say about him. (laughs) (laughs) 
I agree. That man can dance a little and hold a tune. (laughs) I didn't expect for us to have so much hate on this episode, but I'm loving it. (laughs) You didn't expect that in the Diz episode? I don't know. I just didn't expect it. With what we talk about on our podcast, we just kind of, the energy flowed from us to you guys, and now we infiltrated <laughs> you, and you're like, man, this man, ugh, can't stand Trash. <laughs> Trash. This video, I just can't get over how they thought doing this video was okay. I was just thinking that when I was re-watching it, it's creepy. Like, in seeing it in today's day, it's very creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, not only am I going to, like break your heart like you brought mine i'm gonna break and enter your home he's even like waiting in her house when she comes home this is so creepy i'm so done with justin timberlake as of today i'm signing (laughs) off on this (laughs) i mean he might was trying to tell us something about himself secretly with that whole you know voyeurism i don't know and you know what i've been over him ever since a few years ago i don't even know or care what movie he was co-starring in but he was photographed in new orleans like holding hands with his co-star who was not his wife jessica beal and i'm (gasps) done with him do you hear my hands i'm so done with him ever since then When you are married and you have a newborn child, you do not, like, get photographs taken of you by paparazzi of you holding hands with another woman. I remember that, too. I was always plugged into cheating scandals or maybe scandals. So, yeah, I remember seeing them on those pictures. And it was like, oh, this nothing's happening. Justin's out partying with Mm -hmm. co-stars. Looked like one Mm co-star to me. Looked like they were having libations to me. (laughs) I mean, she, Miss Bill with the baby. Let's. uh, We just need to move on before I get too hateful. Because I know you already, (laughs) you already dusted your hands. We cannot ask you to do more. Because I'm trying to dig deeper, and I think we should just move on. Get that dust off, Aaron, and let's move on to our replacement pick, which is our very last song. Oh, yes. Right. Our replacement pick is one that I came up with, and it was going to be just my honorable mention that I talked about, but... Okay, flashback to 2014. The singer Ed Sheeran came out with a song called Don't, which apparently was a diss against the pop singer Ellie Goulding. So let's listen. I never intended to be next, but you didn't need to take him to bed, that's all. And I never saw him as a threat, until you disappeared with him to have sex, of course. It's not like we were both on tour, we were staying at the same hotel floor. And I wasn't looking for a promise or commitment, but it was never just fun and I thought you were different. This is not the way you realized what you wanted, it's a bit too much, too late if I'm honest. And all this time, God knows I'm singing. So what is their relationship? How do they know each other? So the story behind Don't by Ed Sheeran, if you guys remember it, it was a hit single in the year that it came out. Mm -hmm. It discusses his quote unquote relationship with another celebrity who was on tour at the same time as him. And in fact, they ended up staying at the same hotel and hooked up with each other. And then if you listen to the lyrics, 
According to him, the girl was like, let's just keep it casual, you know. I just can't imagine. Ellie Goulding is such a babe, and I can't imagine falling for someone who looks like Ed Sheeran. Man, he got, <laughs> you know what it is. It's something up under that face. It's, mm. the, they want it. <laughs> they know they can have it. But according to the lyrics, they kept in touch. They texted. They stayed with each other several more times. And then according to him, this other celebrity turned cold. And then this is like his response to this. Like we were in the same hotel. We were hooking up. We were texting all the time. And now you're just screwing with me. So what gives? It ended up being a huge single the year it came out. And it was, everybody kind of low-key knows that it's against Ellie Goulding. Some people thought it might be against Taylor Swift, but it's totally not. (laughs) Um, He's made it pretty clear in comments like, people have already guessed who it was. And it wasn't Taylor Swift. So according to these lyrics, she was really flirtatious with him and then turned her attention to another guy. And he wrote a whole song about it. And it's this one. So there you go. I had never heard it before. Sounds like Ed Sheeran's butt hurt. I'm just still shocked that she would be with him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm just shocked. People like what they like, Jacob. (laughs) Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I always thought it, because I do remember this. For some reason, even though I did love this song when it came out, it did not pop my head as a diss song, but it pretty much is. But yeah, it sounds like this is um, a little unrequited love. Like y'all were hooking up and you caught real feelings. And she was uh-huh. like, told you I'm keeping yeah. it cash. Just uh-huh. having fun. Right. It sounds like his problem. But I actually, there was a rebuttal written for this song. And I'll talk Ooh. about it later in honorable mentions. So <laughs> that's our last pick. Ooh, that brings us to the dreaded debate section. Where we have to whittle these songs down to only five. Oh, God, already? I can't believe it. I'm actually kind of scared. <laughs> these were some good choices. Yeah, so we can do this however you guys want. If there are songs that you know that you're not going to be able to sleep tonight if they don't get on this top five. Okay, so, I mean, the easiest one where it's like, you know, nobody has to get hurt, no fights, I think is Obsessed by Mariah Carey. No, that I mean, full stop has to go on the list because it has to go on the list. It. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we're starting off easy. Yes. And between me and Jacob, that was a song that we both fully agreed on, like right from the start. So, that, yes, straight to the list. Let's yeah. do it. That was me and Jose. We were like, this, this is a winner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anybody else want to go first? Yeah, what other strong picks do you guys see from the list that you would like to keep? One I would like to keep is No Frauds by Nicki Minaj. I <laughs> She's just iconic. The song's iconic. I think it deserves to be on there. I'm going to agree with you. I think we need, if we're talking diss tracks, we need a Nicki moment on this top five. Yeah, I'm there. Um, we'll hold that for a moment. <laughs> we'll put a pin in it. i wasn't gonna say it but yes katrina thank you thank you so much we'll put a pin in that yes i would have been hurt if you didn't say it i'm fighting for it i think we need it i mean it's a good candidate but we got some other ones i'm just saying Mm. it's just that among katrina and jose's picks i like lost ones that and cry me a river better 
I was going to say, if we got to narrow down, if we're just doing Battle of the Justins, I think one's better than the other. But the other one does have a potential okay. triple diss. Yes, but I do give like it to Crimea me. River. Potentially three disses in one song. Now, come on. I think Crimea River is the weaker song. <laughs> I was going to say I would put Crimea River on this list. Because the I think the song Crimea River is better than the song Give It To Me. It's just that I'm... It's difficult because I'm anti-Justin, but I'll put, on, <laughs> put it on this list because it's a great song. I feel like, so we have a battle between the Give It To Me, Cry Me A River, and the No Frauds. Is there one that we can put on there out of the three? How are, how are you guys feeling about Holla Batgirl, though? The Courtney oh. Love beef anthem. You had Holla Batgirl, and then we also had... The chicks not ready to make nice as well. Oh dang! A big stretch. And Ed Sheeran don't. <laughs> I think we can do away with. I don't yeah, know. I love Ed Sheeran, but I was. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was supposed to be my own honorable mention, but we just had to pull it in. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, are there any more cuts? Everything is so good. Everything that's left is so good. Jose, you speak up. I'll let you fight for whichever one Jose wants on there because Obsessed is on there and then I'll argue for the next one between I just think whoever. Crimea River only made the list in the, like, the last five minutes before we recorded <laughs> that we should just cut it. So you want to cut Crimea River? A self-cut. Yeah. I'll back away. When you hear it, it sounds good, but it does it so tired so fast. Okay. okay. I will. I mean, if everybody doesn't mind, we'll cut. Crime and Brittany has just been freed, and you want to do that to her, really? Oh, so true. I can't believe you guys wanted to do that to Brittany. You pulled out. First of all, don't you dare! I love me some Brittany Spice. I love Brittany. Oh, you're right. I said I'm anti-Justin, but I'm very pro. But you never said you were pro Brittany. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm pro Britney and I'm very pro Timbaland, which Crimea River is very Timbaland forward. So that is why I... But Give It To Me is a Timbaland track. Justin is just on it. I agree, but Crimea River is a better track than Give It To Me. But if we're going by Justin Hay, then fine. Take Crimea River off. (laughs) I don't think Give It To Me is that great of a song. I would put Crimea River on here over Give It To Me. How are you feeling, Katrina? Do you want to cut? You want to self-cut Crimea River or no? Be honest. I don't know. Why did you do this to me? I I <laughs> do like Crimea River, but then I think I do. I kind of do want Nikki on the list, and I can't. Well, that both could be true. Both could be true. I don't know. Jose, pick. We'll self-cut. It's okay. <laughs> Should we just go ahead and self-cut? Not ready to make nice. Yeah, since we since it yeah like we stretched. Since we had to really stretch to put that one in and pull out the yoga mats and do some positions not all of us were comfortable with, we will take that one out. But that gives us five left, so we can put them in order. I mean, I am not the biggest fan of Give It To Me, but I've made that clear, so at least I put that out there. That's true. I I didn't want to say anything But it's a triple diss, but it's just not as good of a song, is it, Katrina? Okay, so this is where you might back up off me, Erin. Oh, I'm sorry. I picked Cry Me a River, but I really do love the song Give It To Me. 
I really love that song. The betrayal. The betrayal. I was gonna fight for it because it is my pick, and I think it's a good diss track. But I ain't, I ain't mad at Timbaland, Nelly, and Justin together. As long as it's not the top. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It shouldn't be the top. So we have Obsessed by Mariah Carey. We have Holla Bat Girl by Gwen Stefani. We have Give It to Me, Timbaland, Justin, and Nelly Furtado. We have Lost Ones by Lauren Hill. We have No Frauds by Nicki Minaj and company. <laughs> uh, to me, Obsessed, easy number one. Easy. Peasy. Lemon squeezy. I agree. Does that feel okay, Jose? Yeah, that feels great. Okay, okay, don't hesitate anymore like that with Mariah, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Never again, Jose. Do you Never. understand? Do you understand? This will cost you your friendship with Katrina. I mean, okay. I've almost cut him off for less. <laughs> now we got to talk about all the others. I mean, we have some major hits here. We already talked, not everyone is in love with Give It To Me, but maybe that's lower down? I was going to say, yeah. if we had to put it on there, I'm not mad at it being last because it's the weaker when you put it into the group of five to me but i still like give it to me i think i'm fine with that i wouldn't rate lost ones as high just because the other ones are more like big hits i agree Mm -hmm. as well because i like lauren hill that she's on there i think she maybe could be four okay I'm comfortable with four lost ones by lauren hill at four that leaves us hullabout girl and no frauds Oh, no frauds. To fight is... for two and three. Never mind. Let me shut my mouth. <laughs> what are you going to say? I was going to go against our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your pick. So I do want it to be high, but uh, no frauds? Number two? What's funny is before this episode, we discussed arguing for no frauds. We, we had did. An I'm so sorry. <laughs> I said, they're going to try and cut it. Let's argue for it. I folded like a chair, but we got to the countdown. That is true. I'm an unstable chair. She's done her part, Jose. (laughs) (laughs) She argued it in, okay? (laughs) I was just saying, I'm going to surprise you because I want to fight for no frauds as number two. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love the order that we have it. With Obsessed is number one and Hollaback Girl is number two currently. I'm okay with the order. I'm just saying, I'm with Aaron, Hollaback number two. Okay, Jose. Yeah, I got Nikki as far as I could take her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it looks like we have our top five. Easy peasy. So our top five diss tracks, according to the Hits Don't Line podcast and the Save Your Sorry podcast are... Number five, Give It To Me by Timbaland, featuring Justin Timberlake and Nelly Furtado. Number four, Lost Ones by Lauren Hill. Number three, No Frauds by Nicki Minaj. Number two, Holla Bat Girl by Gwen Stefani. And number one, Obsessed by Mariah Carey. Yay! Yay! Woo! Bravo, <laughs> bravo. That you couldn't Finally, Mariah Carey gets the recognition she deserves. And it's so perfect that the number one song was the one that all four of us agreed on. (laughs) 
I didn't know what song, but I knew there was going to be at least one, if not two, that we were going to all agree on because it was just, it's not like it's a small pool, but as far as like recognizable big hits, there is kind of a small pool for like pop, hip hop-ish diss songs. And I started to get worried, too, when I was picking songs. Like, how many of these songs are they going to pick? Like, which direction are they going to go? Because I thought, if you guys go straight hip-hop, which is what diss tracks usually are, then Mm -hmm. we're not going to have the same songs. But we had... We were in the same circles, weren't we? Yeah. We travel in the same circles. I've seen you once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Erin, do you want to tell us about your honorable mention that goes with your Ed Sheeran pick? Yes. Yes. So before you guys took Obsessed from us, (laughs) which we're happy about, I was going to have two honorable (laughs) mentions. I was going to have two honorable mentions, which the first one was to be Don't by Ed Sheeran, which is like... His public diss against Ellie Goulding. But uh, my second one, and the only honorable mention I'm bringing tonight, is Ellie Goulding's rebuttal to that song, which is a bonus track on her Delirium album called Heal. Some comments about this song. As I said, it's a bonus track on her album called Delirium. And the bonus tracks on this album happen to also be my favorite tracks from this album. I wish they hadn't been left off. And all of the diss is happening pretty clearly in the lyrics. She's saying like, okay, when I met you, all I needed was a friend. You're hurting so much and you're acting like you've been so hurt, but... You don't even know me. Like, we didn't even get that close. (laughs) So you just need to let it heal. Yeah, I'm looking at the lyrics. You won't let it go. You won't let it heal. Baby, it's clear. You don't know me. Wow. (laughs) And even according to Ed Sheeran, too, it's like, yeah, we hooked up a few times. We were talking a few times, and then you disappeared. And she's saying the same thing. It's like, (laughs) yeah. I disappeared. I don't have the heart that you think I do. Man, she really is just <laughs> saying like, man, it was casual. We just hooked up. Chill. We were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> we on a break. Uh, they never were anything. According it was to just Ellie. an entanglement. Dang, that's cold. <laughs> but I, gosh. I knew this had to cut deep when uh, I brought it up. And you, like you said, it just says heal. <laughs> <laughs> not even she's gonna heal because she's not bothered like she's literally telling him like please heal like that's cold-blooded <laughs> but it's also like fierce go ahead girl yeah it's a very uh backhanded way of saying it's not me it's you which is already backhanded <laughs> yeah. so it's like you don't know me <laughs> oh, tell him ellie that's my favorite song from tonight is Ellie Goulding's rebuttal to Ed I love it. <laughs> so I there you go. Well. Okay, Jacob, what about you? Yeah, well, I have one that I was thinking maybe one of you guys would bring. It was an iconic moment. And we've already talked a little bit about some Nikki diss tracks, but this was a response to some Nikki drama. The classic Lil' Kim Black Friday. Black Friday. 
It'll be a murder scene. I'm turning Pink Friday to Friday the 13th. I hate you, little Kim clone clown. All this buffoonery, the shit stops now. Time for you to lay down. I'm sick of the fraud. I put hands on this bitch like a spa massage. We all know your last names. What got you your job? Used to put together gimmicks, something like a collage. Since you're putting on the show, you gon' get the applause. Clap, clap. Lift your frame like a fucking garage. Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Were you guys following the drama when all this Lil' Kim, Nikki stuff was going down? Oh, of course. Yes. It was amazing. Like, everything was just coming every day. It was so much fun, even though it was terrible. (laughs) I don't even really get why there was so much drama, but... Lil' Kim got out of jail and decided that Nicki Minaj was copying her. And she, okay, kind of was sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And that she wasn't, like, giving her her flowers or treating her right. Even though Nicki was in interviews saying, like, yeah, I love Lil' Kim. Yeah, I'm definitely inspired by Lil' Kim. So I don't know. (laughs) Things went sour between them. Nicki put out Pink Friday, which had a song that kind of dissed a little bit at Lil' Kim. And so Lil' Kim says, oh, okay. Puts out Black Friday on PayPal, of all places. (laughs) (laughs) And this song is deadly. This song is insane. I love every moment of it. That is my favorite Lil' Kim song. And at the time, I was a really huge Nicki fan more than I am now. So I had to listen to it in secret. And it was just... (laughs) I was going to choose that one. I'm like, I don't know if there's a lyric in here that they can censor because it's Well, sounds- yeah, uh, we'll see in the edit what we can actually sample from this song. But if we can't do too much, just go to YouTube and type in Lil' Kim Black Friday. You'll find it. Every single line in this is just a cut and it's a deep cut. There's no <laughs> pause in this song. Yeah, it, it's very vicious. And there's no mistake who she's referring to at no all. No oh, Absolutely. The album cover for Black Friday was literally her with like a sword and blood and a Nicki Minaj pink wig on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like it was very obvious what she was doing. <laughs> yeah, she was Slater. <laughs> she was Slater. I mean, I love Nicki, but Lil Kim really did slay her in this song. This song is amazing. I like the song. I still, I'm not going to lie. If we're going to responses to diss tracks versus the original i still like roman's revenge a little better minus eminem's verse but yeah that's Black the problem Friday's with good. we we had roman's revenge and if there were a version that didn't have eminem on it we probably would have brought it that's yeah. why they pick it that's Same. why it stops a lot of people from talking about it because it's like uh she comes in there hitting 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 and it just seems like he just comes in there like shooting a dead body it's like oh it's too much man yeah there's an art to a diss track where you can kind of be poetic and clever with your words Mm -hmm. which again i think lil kim does it amazingly on black friday and eminem gets on roman's revenge and just says disgusting things like it's not a diss at that point eminem it's just assault i don't know what you want from this track well that was my honorable mention i thought we had to talk about black friday and that is like one of the ultimate diss tracks too. Oh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it. What about you guys? So this is not my pick, my honorable mention, but my honorable honorable mention was the one, like you said, can we censor it? Which was, of course, the iconic Tupac hit him up. Yes. We keep on coming. 
but it's great but yeah i was not gonna put that on there but everybody knows it so it's kind of unspoken does it really need to be on a diss song like list but my actual honorable mention is one of the few people who i of course stand i love everything they do it took me a minute to get on their side and it's the iconic Beyonce. It wasn't on a CD at all. It ended up later being on one kind of different. And it's the I've been on slash bow down. Tell me who gon' take me off. Take me off. Take me off. Take me off. Rolling high. Loving wood. Keep the trill. That's what's good. Kiss my mama. Show that love. Pop them bottles in that club. I heard your boo was talking lip. I told my crew to smack that trick. Smack that trick. Smack that trick. Guess what they did? This is a stretch, like Jacob said, of the chicks. But this was after 4 came out. And if you know hit the history about the CD4 from Beyonce, it's not one of her most critically acclaimed, best-selling CDs like Dangerously in Love and um, what's the other one? B-Day. Um, this is when she's parted from her father, Matthew Knowles. He's no longer managing her. And she had a bigger hand than she ever did in the picking of the songs, the arrangement, what type of sound she was going for. And then 4 came out. And even though I love 4, like honestly, one of my favorite Beyonce albums ever. It didn't sell as well. And so people were like, Beyonce lost it. Beyonce's not doing anything. And then she got married to Jay-Z. So it was like, she's just going to, you know, count back, lay back and count her riches and just be a little Stepford housewife. <laughs> and Beyonce was like, no, we ain't doing no. that. She said, I'm still Beyonce. What did you think? I love it. And, you know, some of the girls got offended, but, you know, Beyonce don't care about no hurt feelings. She was just saying how she felt. I love that. I never put that together with this song, but I think you're right. I never thought that four was not successful because I played the crap out of that and love that album so much. I agree. And it's kind of one of the first times we're seeing this uh, side of Beyonce, I guess. Right. Like she does this now frequently with the whole I am who I am, you know, uh -huh. learn your place. But this was like her first time really stating that. And right. she was smart enough to realize how popular this kind of became. So she took the biggest parts of it and translated that into flawless, which, you know, marketing genius, Beyonce. <laughs> she said, yeah, I ain't going to pay for reuse, the first cycle. Yeah, but you'll pay for the second. <laughs> I love it. A good stretch. Good stretch. Oh, thank you. Felt lovely. And my honor mention was Taylor Swift, Bad Blood. Right. I 
I guess it's referencing Katy Perry stole some dancers from Taylor Swift. I'm not too sure about right. the whole thing. That's the story I've heard as well. Yeah. Wait, I didn't grasp it. Just that some dancers went and danced with Katy Perry? They danced with Katy Perry and then they were supposed to go back mid-tour. on tour. Mid-tour. With- they left oh. Taylor mid-tour to go on tour with Katy Perry. Gosh. Okay. Which, as you can see by this video... Taylor took huge offense to and did <laughs> continue to vilify Katy Perry for some time to come. Taylor Swift vilifying people? Ooh. No. <laughs> and this one, she doesn't like really say anything bad about Katy. She's just saying there's bad blood between them. Something happened. Okay. But we don't know anything other than the dancer thing that happened? No, I guess that's what it is. <laughs> Katy Perry did respond with Swish Swish. People hate Swish Swish, but I love it. I think I hate it. I've only heard it maybe once or twice and I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) The interesting thing about this song and video is that eventually this song and video came back to bite Taylor in the butt because Mm -hmm. people were asking her like aren't you all about like pro women and women lifting each other up then why did you make a whole video about like every famous woman in the industry right now appearing in a music video with you against Katy Perry another female artist and she's like no 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 no. it was about a breakup it wasn't about a it wasn't about Katy Perry (laughs) but to me that was like backpedaling Like, you really can't find another video that is as notable as this one for featuring as many famous women as it does in one single video. It's just take after take after take. And it's kind of like, look at me. All these people are on my side. Yes. Who do you have in your video? Who do you have in your video? Yeah. That is a bit um, double-sided of her to say all of that out of one side of her mouth and then do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lies taylor and the funny thing you when you mentioned that is that like it was like a way to force this to be more popular to be heard more like i'm gonna put all these people in here it's gonna be a guaranteed hit because they're gonna hear right, all these people right. are gonna be in there number one and number two that whole she supports women thing because if you remember it was a while back I, she was in a relationship with somebody in snl or tina fey or somebody made fun of her and she like quoted this quote that somebody else said saying like, there's a place in hell for women who don't support other women. And it's like, you said that <sighs> to Tina Fey. And then years later, you're going to put out bad blood, basically shaming right. this other singer like that you're in direct competition with over some dancers who obviously weren't getting paid enough. Because if you're getting paid well and treated well, I'm not leaving Taylor. <laughs> You've already learned the routine. It's coasting at that point. Shoot. Katie must have been offering some great meal vouchers and they took advantage. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had Fuji water. <laughs> Voss. <laughs> well, that was a great honorable mention. I'm glad we got to discuss I like Taylor that Swift one too. yet again on this podcast. Listen, the Taylor Swift fans are going to be coming for us. So we're just going to give them your handle on Twitter and let you deal with that. For y'all, I didn't say one bad word about Taylor. Ah! <laughs> You're cold blooded, bro. Hashtag Swifty. <laughs> I'll sing our song for him because that's a hit. Taylor got me on that one. <laughs> well, sadly, guys, that brings us to the end of this diss track journey. 
so sad. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was so much fun. Your picks were amazing. Yes. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find and listen to Save Your Sorry? Um, we're pretty much on all streaming platforms. If you want to reach out to us, it's Save Your Sorry, spelled just like the podcast. Besides our Twitter, which is Save and then You Are Sorry. And Instagram. <laughs> well, that's spelled just like the podcast. <laughs> I know, but you, you weren't going to say anything about like uh, Katrina be on Instagram sometimes, sometimes. Uh. <laughs> Katrina's on Instagram when I tell her to post. Damn! <laughs> Drag me. Well, if you want to go and listen to them before they break up over social media posting, <laughs> please go and do as at the moment of this recording, you guys just put out an episode about Elvis Presley that I really loved, learned a lot that I did not know. And you can go and listen to the episode that we were on about Lou Pearlman, who, yes. if you did not know, has his fingers, well, I shouldn't have said that, who, if you did not know, <laughs> <laughs> if you did not know, has a connection to Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and some other popular groups. So go listen to that. It was a ton of fun recording with you then. So much fun recording with you again today. Thank you guys for joining us. We couldn't have done this with another group. Thank you. Uh, yes. Our pleasure. We're so glad you came on. Thank you so much. And if anyone listening would like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Hits Don't Lie Pod, or you can email us at Hits Don't Lie Pod at gmail.com. And that's it. Everybody go listen to some diss tracks and write disses about your own enemies if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. Share with us. That's right. <laughs> I wish we had an enemy podcast right now so that I could throw in ideas, but we don't. We're friends with everyone. So, okay. So far. So, <laughs> so far. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.